Today's daf is daf Memfal. We're holding at the Mishnah at the bottom of Memhei Amud Beis. We're continuing with the concluding uh, procedures to release the Nazir from his restrictions. If uh, the, uh, not if, means the person in, in, in as part of the concluding rituals, they would cook the shlomim. We saw there was actually a lishka where the nazir would go and the kohen would cook uh, the, sh- uh, the portions of the shlomim that he would get to keep himself. All right? So, o sholkan, it doesn't have to even be cooking, it could even be shalika. Shalika is actually the ran and the dor and brought down. It could be either overcooking, like stewing, or it could be undercooking. It's actually a discussion as what it means. But either way, it doesn't actually have to be cooking. It could either be some other food-related procedure that they were preparing the meat with, right? Hakoi notlas as Rav The Kohen would take the Zerav that is the foreleg that was given to him from the Shlomim, once it's been cooked, mina ayel from the ram, right? V'chala matzah achas, and he would take one loaf of matzah, which means one, one piece of matzah, mina sal from the basket, rakik matzah achas, and one wafer of matzah, the Nazir would stand palm up and the Kohen would take the piece of meat plus the two, uh, wafer, the loaf of the wafer, right? According to, uh, some Rishonim as well as the other parts of the Shlomim, was the Chazan and the Shaykh, which also had to be given to the Kohen. And he would do a waving. There was a mitzvah of Tnufa. And that would then release the Nazir from all his restrictions to drink wine. And when the Rush points out, this is going to be like the sheet of Rabbi Eliezer, that Rabbi Eliezer holds that the releasing of the restriction requires everything. We learned yesterday that you only have to shecht one animal, right? We're going to see this opinion that the only shecht with the zrika of one animal is sufficient, but that doesn't, that's not this opinion. This opinion holds you have to do everything, taklachas, korbonis, and not only that, tenufa as well. And only once you've done everything does the nazar then become released to be able to drink wine in Matam al-Mesim. Now, Rabbi Shimon that's the sheet that we had like yesterday, that you only shecht one animal, and from that you, you do zrika from that one animal that you did, that zrika alone, before the taglachas, before the tznufa, all of that, that's enough. That already releases him from all his restrictions. Okay, now, uh, the, the, it's, it's important to be able to see the psukim over here. You see the Torah or has the psukim in here, just so that we can look at the same psukim together. Um, if I see where it is, in the Torah or Shalem, let's take a look at the psukim. Uh, Alright, take a look. One, the Kohen will do the waving, because it is sanctified for the Kohen, together with the Chazer, the Shoka, the Truma, the, uh, right? 
together with those portions, and only then the Nazar can drink wine. Now, the simple reading seems to say clearly like the uh, first opinion in the Mishnah, that only at what point is the Kohen allowed to start drinking wine? After the snufa, only once the waving is done. So really, that's the simplest reading. The question of Shimon is difficult to understand because Rav Shimon says, "No, you don't need the waving. You don't. You just need the zrika of one of." How, how does he read the? Uh, how does he read the pasuk? Right, everyone with me on that. Okay, so remember like this. So Tan Rabbon of Achra Yishda Nozayayim. Then only after that, like we just saw in the pasuk, then the, the nazir can drink wine. That means after all of the processes have been completed, which means the shechita, the zrika, the taglachas, the tnufa. After all of that, then the which is seemed to be born out of the because that's after the tnufa, which is usually at the end. That is when you can drink the wine. Divrei Rabbi that's Rabbi which is the same as the Tanakam of our Mishnah. Chachamim Oimrim. All you need is one, one act of all the processes, which lechayra is the shechita, and we saw that, and, and lechatchila with a zrika, right? Which would be the position that Rav Shimon took today. So my time I the rabban. That's why the Gemara wants to know what's the reason of the rabban. It doesn't ask what's the reason of Shimon. There's no need to um, of, of Rabbi Eliezer. There's no reason to ask what's the reason of Rabbi Eliezer because Rabbi Eliezer is the simple reading of the pasuk. But the question is, what's the reasoning of the chachamim? The chachamim was Rabbi Shimon's sheet, I think, in our Mishnah. What is the what is the reasoning for him? Well, Rav Shimon was yesterday. No, because yesterday that was it was the Chacham Shita as well. Yesterday, so that's why the what you said yesterday you spoke out that the one that Zrika is, is the same Shita as old. You need just the Shita of one animal. Shita of one animal. That's the that's, that's, I same. Mean, you need Zrika of that animal, right? So now, Samai Tamai Drabonan. The one is going to say as follows: Is that the difficult pasuk it says that Achar afterwards he can drink the wine, which the symboling is afterwards is written at the end of the pasuk by Tznufa, right? So what the one is going to say we're going to make Xera Shava. He says like this: Ksiv Achar that's number two in the Torah Or Hashalim. Take a look inside. The Kohen will take the Zerob Sheila Mina Ayu. After he shaves the Nazir. So it says that he'll do the Tnufa after the shaving. Now, in that Pasuk, the word Achar is referring after, it's after one process. What's the one process in Pasuk number, in the Pasuk that's in Vav Yutes? What's that referring to? He does the waving after the, right? Uh, the waving after the shaving, right? It says he does the waving after, means the word achar there refers to only one process. So therefore just, and, that, and we have a Mestorah that, right. And, no, in the, in the process number, in, in one, number one, when it says he can drink, uh, he, and only then he can after drink. After uh, the, right, again, again, the two psukim are, Number one, it's actually number one is the second, is the later pasuk. Oh. Number two is, the, one is Vav Chaf and the other one is Vav Yutes. But basically what it's saying is, in, in, in the, 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 the argument they have is in pasuk number one. Because it says you do the... Yes. Tnu- 
Number one and number two. Number one and number two in the Torah or Ashalim. Number one and number two. One and two, but it just, it's, it's reversed in the order in the, in the Torah. Now, the point is, in number, in, in, in the verse that's brought first, which is in, in the Torah or Ashalim, which is actually a later verse, it says, and, and then he, and only then he will drink the wine. So the 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 the, the Tanakam, which is Rav Leather sheets, it says only then means after all of the processes. That's his position, which seems to be born out of the Pesukah, because the Tnufa is like the last thing you do. After then, you, and then after Tnufa, then you can drink the wine. It means after everything. So what do the Chachamim hold? Because they hold that you can really start drinking wine all the way back in the beginning. All you need to do is shecht one animal, and he's a dudazrika, and then I brought one animal, and you can throw it. So how does he bring it? So he says like this. What he wants to prove is the word achar only reflects after one process. The word achar does not have to be after everything. It refers one after one process. And what's the pr- one What's that? And, uh, and, and there, but you just need one process. One process can already release you to drink wine. What is proof for that? Because you have in number two in the Torah, or, um, uh, uh, which is, it says there that the Kohen will do the Tnufa, right? And afterwards, he will do the, he, he will do the Tnufa. After he's done the taglachas, after the taglachas he'll do the tnufa. Now that achar over there reflects only one process. He'll do the tnufa after the shavings. The word after there only refers to one process. So just he wants to say, the the fact that we have this link, we have to make them so, we have so these two words, what are you comparing? Okay. The same way the word achar in one process only means after one process, so to the one that says afterwards you will drink the wine, it doesn't mean after all the processes, it means after one process. Which one? The first one that you do, Shachtan into the Zrika. That's the first process that it's referring to. That's what he wants to say. Alright, let's go ahead and read it inside. Sigmar says like this. Sigmar says, uh, so therefore, again, so the Gemara wants to know. My time to rub one. Sevacha ve'achar yishtei anozay yain. It says only afterwards the noz may drink wine. Ve'sevacha ve'achar yishtei nizro. And it says over there after he has shaved his his nizirus, does he do the tnufa? Damasam achar ma'isechidi. Just as in the pasuk that says that he does the tnufa after he shaves, the word after there refers to only one process, ma'isechidi. Afkan here too, it refers to achar ma'isechidi refers to one process. So Gemara says like this, I understand you linking them together, but maybe the way to link them together is not the way, you have a Masol, right? That's why we have sometimes the Masol, we had buzzwords. These are the words that have to be linked. We now have to interpret how to link them. But why are you linking them that way to say that there it means, just as over there it means after one process. So here it means one process. Maybe no. Maybe just as over here it means after all the things have been done. So maybe there too it means after all the things have been done. But who says it means just to link, link it that after one process there, one process here? Maybe no. Maybe it means after all the things have been done. That, you know, everyone hear the question? So what is it like this? So Ama, let's say, maybe it means after both Sections have been done uh, for the for the, the the concluding process, meaning the offerings, the the korbanos and the taglachas. That's what it refers to, and then he does the 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 tnufa. And therefore, the word achar doesn't mean one process. The word achar actually might mean 
all. The Gemara says Gavali Gateret means if the word Achar is to be understood, means after everything, you don't need Xerushava for that. <laughs> What's the purpose of Xerushava? To say that he's only released from his wine after everything has been done. That, that, that's what the Pasuk was saying. The Xerushava wouldn't be teaching me anything new. It's, uh, if you have a Xerushava, it must be teaching me something new. So therefore, just as there's one process, here is one process. That's the Chacham Mashita. Lamali. What do I need the Xerushava for? Okay, from now till the end of today's dial, we're going to be dealing with two versions of something that Rav said. What did Rav say? I'm a Rav. Tanufa ben Nazir Ma'akevis. Rav said that the idea of the waving by the Nazir is Ma'akev, meaning it, 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 it's essential to the release of the prohibition of Nazir that you do a Tanufa. If you don't do the Tanufa, then you have not released the Nazir from his uh, prohibitions. Now, who did he say this in? Aliba Deman. In which opinion? Can't be in the sheet of the Chachamim. Because we just learned the sheet of the Chachamim, all you need is one process. You don't have to do the Tnufa to be released from your... So it can't be... Even the head shaving, according to the Chachamim, is not Ma'akev. So for sure the Tnufa is not Ma'akev. All you need to do is a Shechit and a Zrik of one of the animals. The Chayra said they have a Tnufa boy. Is there any Shaila whether you have to do the Tnufa? For sure you don't have to do the Tnufa. Must be a libra blazer. Well, that you need all of the processes. So he's saying, including all the processes, is also doing the tnufa. That must be what Rab was saying. So what it says like this: the chayras el a libra blazer. And once you could ask the same thing, Rablazer said unequivocally that it means all the processes. So why would you have to specifically identify? You have to do the tnufa. That's one of the processes. Why do we have to say? Why would Rab have to say? It? Even the shidra blazer. So in the in the shidra chachamim, it makes no sense. They hold you don't. You only need one process, which is. So obviously you don't need the Tnufa. And in the Shita of Rabbi Eliezer, he says unequivocally you need all of the processes. So why would he have to identify you need to do the Tnufa? So when it's a Ha'ama Rabbi Eliezer, Achamaisim, Kulim, you have to do all of them. So when it's like this, I'll tell you why. It, yes, Rab is going in the Shita of Rabbi Eliezer, but he had to tell me in Rabbi Eliezer you still have to do the Tnufa. Why? Because we know that for the mitzvah of certain Korbanas that give you Kaparo, so very often they also have a tnufa component to them. Yet by all the other karbonas, even though there is tnufa, tnufa is just a mitzvah. It's not ma'akah. Meaning you get your kaparo, even if the tnufa wasn't done. It's, it's called a shiore mitzvah. It's like the, it's, it's the residue of the mitzvah. It's not, what's, what's the word? Like a, like the residual. residual, like the residual of the mitzvah. That's what it's referred to. So you might think, since by kapora you don't have to do the tnufa and you still get the kapora, so therefore, even though Rabbi Lezer says you have to do all the processes to release the person from his restrictions of nazirus, maybe tnufa also is not considered to be so essential, like we find by kapora the tnufa is not so essential. Comes rub and dispels that. No, even might the other places the tnufa might not be so essential. He here to release the nausea from his restrictions. What? You have to do a tnufa. So Mao just said, you might have thought, okay, with leaning kapora concerning atonement by other korbanas, shiara mitzvah, it's only a residual, it's only considered to be like a extra mitzvah, but it's not essential, it's not the core of the kapora. So achanami, you might have thought the same thing over here, so therefore, it would not, it would not be ma'akav, you might have thought, Kamash Malan comes to teach me that Rab holds in the sheet of Rabbi Eliezer, it is ma'akav. Now, 
Based on this, the Gemara has the following question. So you're telling me that in the Chachamim, right, we said he wasn't going, but in the Sheet of Relezer, he's saying is, since he always needs all the processes, he needs this one as well, and therefore it, and therefore it is Ma'akva. Frek the Gemara, Mi Ma'akva, is according to Rabbi Lezer, is Tnufa actually Ma'akva? Fatanya, we learned in a Brisa. The Brisa is predicated on a clause, an extra clause that says, Zos Torah Hanozir. Those terms are not, this is the law of the Nazir. What does the Brises say? What does it mean? We're equating all people for the laws. They all people are the same when it comes to the laws of Nazir. Which means whether a person has palms or Rahman al-Islam, person's hands have been chopped off and does not have palms, they are all have the same status. Now the Gemara assumes right this. What do you mean they all have the same status? They can all go through a successful Nazirus and be released from their prohibition, which the Gemara assumes to be saying that therefore what? Must be that the Tnufa is not essential. Because if the Tnufa was essential, how can a person without palms do the Tnufa. That's, that's the point. So therefore we're trying to show up from here that the Tnufa is not essential and we just said that it was. Now, the, the, the Rishonim deal with over here, I'm not going to get into it, maybe this is going in the sheet of the Chachamim, who says it's going in the sheet of Rabbi Leazar, but that, that, that's something to think about based on the Limudim, it's clear that it's going not in the sheet of the Chachamim. But anyway, so it says like this, so Atanya, Zaysteras and Nazir, Ben Sheyesh, Lekabai, Ben and Kapayim. So what do you see? The way we understand it means is that you can be released from your Nazirus even without palms because it's comparing somebody that doesn't have to someone that does have, must be just as someone who doesn't have, doesn't need Tnufa. So even someone who has should not need Tnufa. And therefore you see it's not essential. Someone says, one second, is that really the right interpretation of the Brysa? We're going to show that that's the wrong interpretation of the Brysa. I mean, the way you're interpreting it, and if we want to derive from there, that you see that Tnufa is, a, is, is not essential, and then have a Kasha on Rab, I'm going to show you you're learning the Brysa incorrectly. Where do you see it? What about the following Brysa? Following Brysa is going on the same clause. But this Brysa focuses on something else. It says, that this is the law of the Nazar, whether he has hair, whether he does not have hair. Now, using the logic, using the way you learned what it meant before, whether he has palms and that palms, it should come out that therefore, you can go through a successful Nazirus and be released whether you have hair or you don't have hair. That's what you... And it should come out, not having hair is not essential... Having hair is not essential to being released from the prohibitions of Nazirus. And we're going to show that that cannot be. And therefore that cannot be, then obviously you're not understanding whether you have palms or you don't have palms as the right, right way. Because it can't mean that whether you have hair or you don't have hair. That can't be what it means there. So it can't be the same thing. It has to follow the same type of... Uh, you have to interpret it in a similar way. Someone says like this, the You're going to tell me that hair is that head shaving, that you don't have to have the head Shaving the taglacha, somebody doesn't have hair. That's not ma'akev. Are you going to tell me it's not ma'akev? Atani, we lived in a bride. So nazir memura. Memura means literally means plucked, but it means he's bald. A bald nazir. Okay. Beishame omrim simple translating means you don't have to worry about it right you don't have to put the the uh, the, 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 the the razor over his head because he has no hair right. And they said, no, you have to put the razor over his head. Now, we're going to see, means you have to go, the way we understand it is you have to go through the motions. You at least have to go to the motions of putting the razor over his head, even though, no hair. 
But now, so what is the right interpretation? Come along, Ravina. Ravina says, what taka is the pshat? Now, let's see Ravina's pshat and then circle back. She says like this. My ain't tzarech l'veisham. When veisham, I say it's not, when it says ain't tzarech, it doesn't mean that it's not necessary. Ain't tzarech means don't bother. There's nothing you can do. Which means what? That means, not that you don't do it, means you can't do it. And since you can't do it, actually, you cannot release him from the, you can't release him from the Nazirus. My There's nothing you can do. That's what it means over there. It means if you don't have hair and you cannot have a taglachas, then you're stuck. That's what it means over there. And, and, and what do Beisilo mean? Beisilo say is that no. It is necessary, but you can do, going through the motions is enough to, do, to, to, to fulfill the, the, the mitzvah of Taglachas. Anyway, the, 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 the point we're taking out over here, just let's do so we circle back, means you see that from the second b'risa, when it says, Zos Torah Sanazer, whether he's bald or whether he has hair, you can't derive from that means that you don't need to do it. Because we see both Beisham and hold, you need to do it. Just according to Beishamai, it you can't do it, and therefore you're stuck. And according to Beishamai, is that you need to do it, but there's a way, and you can go, uh, you can do an as if, you can go through the motions, that's enough. Which means, if that's the shot, then it comes out, that when it says, somebody has a hand, has a stump, or doesn't, uh, 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 right, so therefore, according, it'll come out, according to Beis Shammai, there's nothing you can do, because you can't do the Tznufa, and according to Beis Hillel, you can put it on his stump, you can put it on his forehand, for, that's what it means. But now, if we learn it that way, you have no kasha, on Rav, because Rav said that Tznufa is Ma'akiv. We had a kasha that seems to say you can do Tznufa with somebody that doesn't have hands. So therefore, come that's not an You can do it if there's a... What? Alright, sorry. So, there is a way to do it, but it's... Uh, but comes out, you don't have a kasha on Rav, because we thought originally kasha was, it's not necessary. No, you have no right. It is necessary. To, to do, you have you can't you have to do something according to Beis Shammai, according to Beis Hillel, according to Beis Shammai, you can't do anything. But you see, you don't you cannot prove from here that it's not necessary. All right, and the Gemara just concludes behind the Rafadas explained with the way Ravina explained Beis Shammai, which means that you can't just put it on a stump. That if you don't have the hands, there's no takana, there's no remedy. Putting on a stump is not sufficient, right? Beis Hillel said you can put it on a stump. Beis Shammai said, behind no. comes out. Says the Gemara that the way Rabin explains it, that it's, that now justifies the statement made by Rav Padas. What did Rav Padas say? Ta'am Rav Padas, Beishamai Eliezer Echad. That Beishamai and Rebeleza are consistent. Their opinion overlaps. A similar opinion. Where do we see that? My Rebeleza, what Rebeleza now, this is talking about a Metzorah. We know the concluding ritual of a Metzorah, you have to take the blood of the Asham and dab it on his right thumb and his right toe. He's really at his ear, ear thumb, and toe. Right. What? Yeah. Ear right. also. Right. But we focus right now specifically on the Ain What happens if a guy does not have a thumb or a big toe? What do you do in such a case? says, there's nothing you can do. Stuck. And that realize it happens to be a Talmud of Eshama, which comes out very good. Meaning, can't just put on the stump. You don't have it, can't do it. Which is the way Ravina just explained Beishamai over here, that if a person doesn't have hands, you can't do Tnufa, you cannot be owed to the mitzvah of Tnufa, you cannot discharge the requirement. Rav Shimon disagrees. Rav Shimon says, Yanechino Makoyim Say that like Beishilo. 
Put it on the stump. Put it on where it would have been, and you can be yod. Say, dab it on whatever he has. And Chachamim actually, they say, use the left leg. Use the left hand. So therefore, all right, bottom line. So let's go, because we have a Lishna that's a very technical, but the, the, so let's just get through this one clear. Rav made an, a, a statement. Rav's statement was that Tnufa is Ma'akim. You don't do Tnufa, you can't release the prohibitions. The Gemara said, who does he go like? In the Chachamim, it can't be. Why? Because they said you just need one process. They just need one process. You just need to do Shrita and Zrika, and you're good. In the sheets of Rabbi Leezer, right, he, he, said, he said all of them. He said, no, there's a reason, because you have to say, you might think it's Shiara Mitzvah, that it's not essential part of the Mitzvah, he has to say. On that we had a question, is that the Chorot says somebody without a, without hands, right, is like somebody with hands. And we understood it means, it means you can do it without having to do Tznufa, right, that's what we understood. And the one says, that's not what it means, because we have the same kind of lean with somebody without hair, is like somebody with hair. And there it cannot mean that you don't have to do Taglachas, because we see it means that you have to do Taglachas. It just means, either it means that there's nothing you can do, that like, like Beishamai, or there is a way to get, get it done by going through a, uh, some kind of motion of what would have been had it have been there. But it comes out that it could be that it is still essential we don't have a kasha on Rab in the Shita of Rabeliezer. Which is completely opposite than the first Lashen. Take a look in the Rosh. There's different ways of understanding this and different Gersos. We can try to make it as simple as possible. There's another version of the Shaklataria that we just had in the previous Gemara. The start of this is the same. Amarav, Tnufa Benozim Akevis, that waving, putting the meat and the uh, matzahs on the hands of the Nazir and waving is Ma'akev, meaning that it does not release his permit to drink wine and become Tome unless you do the Tnufa. Now, in this version, the Gemara starts off, Alibid Rahman, who's it going like? Ilay Ma'alibid Rav Lazar, if you want to tell what's going on, Rav Lazar, Kareb Shita, Rav Leza was the one that held Amar Rav Leza, Achra Maisim Kulam, that all of the processes are Ma'akiv. So all the processes are Ma'akiv. And the Chayro, Tnufa is going to be Ma'akiv too. So why does Rav have to single out Tnufa? Ella, so what are you going to tell me? He must be going to leave the Rabbonin. Now, according to Rabbonin, Harti Yesh Lomo, we know the Rabbonin explicitly say Taglachas is not Ma'akiv. And Taglachas, as they're shown to speak out, is on the goof of the person himself, shaving is on the picnic, and still that is not Ma'akav to re- you don't need that to release the prohibitions. La Ma'akva, so Tnufa, Ma'akva, what, you're gonna hold that the Tnufa, which is not on the body, it's of the actual, it's not intrinsic to the Nazir himself, it's an external act that's going to be Ma'akav for releasing the Yisr. So Pasha can't go in the Rabbonin. So now the Gemara at this point stops. Now, the Ran says it's being Makatsar, because really, the continuation of this Gemara should be what we said earlier in the Sugya. They're saying, yes, no, it's, Rav could be going in the Shita of Rabbi Ezer. I, we said Shita, what's the Chiddush? The Chiddush is, because you think Tnufa is Shiora Mitzvah when it comes to Kapara, since Tnufa is Shiora Mitzvah when it comes to Kapara, so therefore you might think that Tnufa is not Ma'akev, even in the Shita of Rabbi Ezer, Kamash Malan, that it is Ma'akev. But what we said unequivocally, but it can't fit in the Shita of the Chachamim. And that's the point the Gemara is going to be asking. So we're not asking on Rav, we're asking on the assertion that the Gemara asked, is that it cannot fit in the position of Rav, and we have to go back and say that it fits in Rav Lezer, we're going to question whether in the Shita of Rav, 
how can you say that Rav holds is not Ma'akiv? Or me loy Ma'akva in the Shita of, in the Shita of the Chachamim. How could Rav say that can't, that in the Shita of Chachamim, Rav could not be saying it's Ma'akiv, because in the Chachamim, for sure it's not Ma'akiv. Achira, me loy Ma'akva in the Shita's Chachamim. Fatani, when the rises, I stare as a nozir from the Psukim. The, the Pasuk, the clause, those Torahs and Nazir teach me that all Nazirim have the same status, and we're applying over here means to tell you to release the prohibitions of Nazir. And according to this version, what we're comparing over here is the Nazir that has hands to one that does not. Now, Tesis points out that there is a concept of Kolaroi Labila. Kolaroi Labila means that if something, even if it's not essential, it means you don't actually have to do it, but you have to have the potential to be able to do it. So about mixing the, 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 the measures of the flowers and the oil in the container, you don't actually have to mix, but you have to be able to mix. And therefore the container has to be of a size that mixing could have taken place. If it's not able, there's too much in there that you cannot mix it, then even if mix is normally not considered essential, it would be ma'akiv if it's not raw, if potentially you cannot mix it. And the more is applying over here as well. Bukhari, you could argue, that even if might be that waving is not essential, but it has to be the potential to do it would be there. Now that's only with someone that has hands. So one assumes if someone doesn't have hands, then it's not even potentially able to do it. And yet, with a bright, the Brisa compares a nozer with hands to one that does not have hands. So the way the more understanding is just as one who does not have hands, it's not even potentially able to be done, and therefore it would be ma'akiv. So the one that ha- does hands, even if he doesn't do it, and potentially you could do it, it's also ma'akiv. So the way this understanding is, we're comparing someone with hands to someone without hands to show me that nufa is ma'akiv. It is essential, and that then would, and, and, and now, so therefore whoever the time of this bride is, holds it, who is the ton of this bryson? So the Rush explains, can't be going like Rebbe Lezer, because Rebbe Lezer doesn't need the word Zois Torah Nazir to teach me that. He learns means that only after you've finished all of the processes can you drink the wine. That alone would teach me that Tnufa is Ma'akiv. So therefore, it's not going like the sheet of Rebbe Lezer. Who must it be going like? There's another drasha of Zois Torah Nazir teaching me Tnufa is Ma'akiv. It must be going in the sheet of Chachamim. So you see that even in the sheet of Chachamim it's possible to say that Tnufa is Ma'akiv. Now the Rosh explains, I... But the Chacham say you only need one process. They learned Achar means only after one process. So what you have to say in this stage of the Gemara, we'll see the Maskona, but in this stage of the Gemara, the Gemara holds that the, you have one process means, it doesn't mean it means one animal. Whatever you have to do with one animal. So what you have to do with one animal, Shechita, Zrika, and if it's a Shlomim, Tnufa. So therefore, you have to do with one animal, not three. You don't need all three. That's the Chacham don't hold. You don't need all three. And also the they hold you don't need to have taglachas, but you do need to have tnufa because tnufa is something that is shy to that one animal. So the more right now holds that even in the Chachamim it's possible that tnufa will be Ma'akav and therefore Rav could have said it in not only in Eliezer, he could have said it in the Chachamim as well. And that is what the Gemara is suggesting right now. So it's not a kasha on Rav, per se. It's only on the assertion that Rav could not have said it in the sheet of the Chachamim. We're saying is it could have been done in the sheet of the Chachamim. Second one I like this, that your analysis is predicated that when you're comparing someone without hand, with hands to someone without hands, teaches me that the, for both parties, that the act that we're de- descri- discussing is not, is, is 
the accuracy is, is ma'akiv. And now we're saying, you see that the tenufa is ma'akiv. So for Ella Hadasanya, then what are you going to do with a similar bride? So also focusing on those Torahs and Nazareth. But here we're comparing Ben Sheyesh Lissar, Ben Sheyesh Lissar. Some, whether someone has hair and someone does not have hair, they have the same status. Now, according to the way we learned, means you'll be comparing somebody that has hair to someone that does not have hair. And just as someone who does not have hair, that, that you can't do taglachas, and therefore it would be ma'akiv, right? Now, the Rosh throws in over here, this must be going in the sheet of Rabbi Leazar, because according to Chachamim, right, taglachas is not ma'akiv. But anyway... Not going to get too complicated over here, but the bottom line is the analysis will come out is just as without hair, you can't do taglachas and therefore it's ma'akiv. So with hair, if you don't do it, it's ma'akiv. That's what we have to come out. You have to say is that taglachas is ma'akiv in this brisa according to this brisa. Now, who says that's wrong? Maybe that's correct. Maybe that is the red right Maybe when it says lachayra. You can't say that, because we're going to show you from the Machlokas B'Sham B'Shelel is that both parties hold that it is not Ma'akiv. Fatanya Nazir Memurat. You have a bald Nazir, literally means plucked. Nazir that's plucked means he's bald. B'Sham Ha'erim Ha'enot Tzarech, again, L'Havetar Al-Rosh, the simple understanding is, okay, so he's bald. You don't have to worry about the Taglachas, which means they hold that Taglachas is not Ma'akiv. And even Beis Hillel Omrim Tzarech, you should just pass the Be'er to the the Havitar Al Rosha. We said Lashem before. Just go through the motions. Meaning, either way, both of them hold. It doesn't seem to be so critical. You can get away. Either you don't have to do it all together according to Beis Shammai, and according to Beis Hillel, is that you can just go through the motions. But it doesn't seem that you mamish have to do a taglachas. It doesn't seem to be taglachas is actually ma'akiv. There's, there's a workaround according to Beis Hillel, and there's no workaround according, and, and, and there's no need for a workaround according to Beis Shammai, which therefore means that you have to go back to the Brysa, that when the Brysa is comparing someone without hair to someone with hair, can't be the outcome is that it's ma'akiv. The outcome has to be is that, that, that just as without hair you can't do it, or whatever you can do is you can make a workaround. It's not, it's not, it's not so critical either to be yod to the mitzvah of taglachas or to be able to remove the restrictions according to the two opinions as to what the necessity of taglachas is. But lemaisa, you see that it's not as essential as we, as we think it is. And if it doesn't, if it means it's not as, if that doesn't mean it's not essential, then the same exact type of drosha by Zotar Sanazar, by the not having hands, you'd have to say it means the same thing over there. Is that it doesn't mean comparing someone without, with hands to someone not hands, and therefore both of ma'akiv. That's not how you have to explain it. You would have to explain it meaning that just as without hands, either according to Beis Shammai, you don't have to do anything. According to Beis Hillel, you can do a workaround, put on the stumps. So therefore, it's not so critical with somebody that does have hands. That's, and you, maybe you could even rely on Kolaroi Labila. That, that's what you, and therefore, if you learn that way in the Shittas Chachamim, then our assertion was correct. Then in the Chachamim, you don't have to say that it's Ma'akab. Therefore, Rav could not be going in the Shita of the Chachamim, and our assertion has been as, has, as, 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 is, is correct. So the Mona says like this. So the Mona says that, um, uh, right, so that, that's the Mona saying. So Amar Rabbi Avin, Avin says no. That's not, the way you understood the Machlokas Beisham Beisilo, which therefore made it that, we're not talking about it being Ma'akiv, right? That is what is... Mm-hmm. 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 Mm-
Therefore, the, what the Gemara is asserting, uh, what Ravina, uh, Ravavina is saying is that what we just said to avoid the, uh, the question of original assertion is incorrect because we're not learning the Machlokas B'Sham Beisila correctly. So what does it mean? Cause, because my Tzarech Le'Beisila, when Beisila said Tzarech, doesn't mean Tzarech you have to pass a razor over the bald Nazir's head. Tzarech means, Tzarech Le'Einla Takana, means it is a necessity, it is critical, either to be yotz the mitzvah of Taglachas or for Taglachas to remove the Yisurim, but it has to be done and you Eino Takana and there's nothing you can do. That's what it means. I mean, Nevada, it is shot that it's critical, and therefore, it, you, uh, and therefore, if that's what it means that it's homa that it is ma'akiv, then going back to this machlokas by the, someone without hands, it would be ma'akiv over there as well, then both would ma'akiv. And then we're back to our original, uh, question, which really is that the assertion you made that Ra, that, that Rav could only be going to Belezer, none of the Chachomim, because the Kuran of the Chachomim cannot be that, a, that the Tanufa is, is, is Ma'akiv. It could talk about Tanufa's Ma'akiv. And as the Rosh speaks out, it means that everything is strived to one of the Korbanas, the Shrita, the Zrika, and the Tanufa, in the case of Shlomim, all are necessary, even in the Shita of Rav. Now, this points out parenthetically, where it says, comes out according to Beis Shammai, when they say, that ein sarich ein sarich means that that you don't that that means that there's a takana you don't need the hair because all you have to do is is do the work around put the razor over the bald head of the person and that would be sufficient and therefore it comes out that doing something on a stump would be the same way and therefore by a mitzora that has no thumbs or toes according to beishama you could just apply the blood to the thumbs and toes or pligid rapadas and that then would just agree with rapadas because rapadas wanted to align beishama with the sheet of rabeliezer that you that you that you cannot i mean that you are that you are uh, able to um uh, I'm sorry, that you are not able to place something on the stump, or you're not able to, to that, that would be disqualification if the actual limb is not there, comes out that there would be a machlokas clearly between Rav Shimon, Rav Shammai, and Rav Eliezer, and Rav Vadas' assertion then would not be correct. Shalman, have a good day.